Welcome to the Grove Church's message podcast. My name is Julie Penta, and I am the lead pastor of the Grove Church, which is located in Fort Collins, Colorado. We hope this message inspires you to live for Christ more fully. For more information, visit our website at thegrovecommunity.net and check out our Instagram, thegrovefc. We are talking about what it means to live in relationship with each other, what it means to be friends with each other. So this term, hashtag squad goals, came around, became really popular back in 2015, and it means this inspirational term for what you want your group of friends to do or to be. And it has many different contexts. A lot of you, if you follow Instagram, you follow this hashtag, a lot of things that will come up is really amazing pictures of food. So it's kind of become this term to mean anything that's just super awesome. People will post their meal from an amazing restaurant. There's a lot of hamburger pictures. Not sure why, but it seems to be like one of the most common things that people put after hashtag squad goals. One of the uh, Instagram posts that I thought was really adorable was these little boys. I'm not sure if they're brothers or just really good friends, but they're on a bowling league together. And rather than being in competition against each other, they're, you know, they're like, yeah, we're on this team. And the mom posted hashtag squad goals. And then one of the more humorous ones that I found was a group of friends that decided to wear, you can buy these outfits, they are called stick figure glow lights. So check out this video. So this lady posted this video, I think she actually sells these stick figure glow lights and she put hashtag squad goals because wouldn't that be really, I mean, how fun would that be if at night sometime we all got stick figure glow costumes and we did the Macarena together and as we were doing the run through earlier today, one of our serve team members, Dylan, was like, if you make me do the Macarena in the middle of church, I will leave. And I was like, noted. So I guess we're not doing it this morning, but... Hashtag squad goals, get your costumes, I'll give you a date. So this is what we are in the series, hashtag squad goals. Now you may have used this hashtag hundreds of times, or if you're a little bit older, you might not have ever have used it, and if you're a little bit older than that, you might not even have an Instagram. However, this hashtag creates and communicates a basic truth that we all have, that we want to be in relationship with people. And we don't wanna just be in normal, humdrum, run-of-the-mill relationships. We want friendships that are life-changing, that are life-giving, that build us up, that we feel safe, protected, wanted, valued. These are the kinds of relationships that we want to be a part of. And the Grove is a squad of sorts. Because a squad is literally just a group of people that have a particular goal, a particular focus. And this is what we are, a group of people that wanna figure out how to do life together, how to be a good family to each other, how to be good friends to each other. And then in the midst of that, have this goal that is communicated by the name that we have, The Grove. We picked the name The Grove because it is a green space in a community. In a green space in a community, like a park or a natural area, literally brings life and health to the community that it's a part of. And this is what we wanna be. 
We wanna be a group of people that goes out into our neighborhoods, with our friend groups, with the people that we work with and literally bring life and health to our community. So last week we talked about what Jesus had to say about friendship. One of the very last things that he said before he died was that we needed to be friends with each other, that we needed to pick up where he was leaving off. It was a command to be friends with each other and have great, amazing relationships. And then this week we're talking about, okay, well like what does that actually look like? Because a lot of ways nowadays, we, we kind of are disconnected. We're disconnected as a society. We're really connected via social media, but not necessarily in person. Some of us struggle with friendships to develop them. So what does it look like for us to take on this term, hashtag squad goals, and work on developing it inside of our midst? So this week, I'm gonna put up two main verses on the screen. The first one is uh, 1 Thessalonians, and the second one is from Ephesians, and these are gonna be our main verses for this morning. The first one is, therefore encourage one another and build build one another up, just as you are doing. And then the Ephesians verse says, do not let any unwholesome talk come out of your mouths, but only what is helpful for building others up according to their needs, that it may benefit those who listen. The reason I had these verses right in a row is because they kind of say the same thing, but each had different parts of it that I wanted to talk about over the course of this message. And the main point of these two verses is that it is our job as hashtag squad goals to encourage each other, to build each other up, to not just engage in relationship and think about all the fun that we could have or, or going out to eat with each other, but actually think through what it looks like to not just have neutral friendships. Like they're not necessarily bad, but they're not necessarily great or hashtag squad goals amazing. But what does it look like for us to be intentional about encouraging each other and pouring into each other? How do we do this? And then one of the verses that I like that says uh, a really important part, the, the second one, the Ephesians one, it says that we need to build each other up according to each other's needs. And I think this is a really important phrase for us to grab a hold of this morning. According to each other's needs. We talked about that we all have needs inside of friendship, right? There, there's things that we, if we're being honest, that we really want out of friendship. We wanna feel like we're valued. Like somebody actually cares if we show up and if we're there and if we're not, we're gonna be missed. We wanna feel like people adore being around us, that they think we're a lot of fun, that they think we're cool. We wanna be valued, we wanna be supported, we wanna be encouraged, we want it to be safe. We have these basic needs inside of friendship. But then beyond that, we have different needs that are going on in our lives. Some of us are going through really awesome times and we want friends around to celebrate those things, to celebrate the awesome things that are going on in our lives. And then some of us inside of our current life, our current friendships, have needs that are more of, we're going through a really rough time. Like life just stinks and you're trying and you're fighting but nothing seems to be going your way and you need somebody there to encourage you. And I like how the Bible acknowledges that there are different needs in different seasons inside of relationships and friendships. 
So what does it look like for us to be a group of people that helps meet these different needs in each other's lives? Now, I don't know for sure, but I think that if Paul, who wrote both of these verses, he was a guy that traveled around telling people about Jesus after Jesus lived, I think, I think, that if he had heard or if he had seen what happens when an elephant gives birth, part of his message, part of what he wrote in the Bible after either one of these verses, he would have just said, hey, listen up, folks. Listen up, friends. Listen up, Grovers. What I want you to do is be like a group of elephants when one of the elephant members is giving birth. So if you don't know what I mean by that, because probably you've never seen this, I heard about this at a conference. Here's what happens when, a, when an elephant in a herd gives birth. It is the coolest thing. The elephant gives birth and they immediately start trumpeting to alert everybody around them that they just had a baby. And all these elephants that are off in the distance doing their own thing, living their own lives, all of a sudden start surrounding this mom and her baby. All around, they form this giant protective circle around this little tiny elephant baby. And then, in the middle of the Sahara, in the middle of the Serengeti, wherever they're living at the time, everybody that surrounds that elephant mom and her newborn baby start trumpeting to celebrate the birth of this little tiny baby. Now, I can't do it justice talking about it, so I found an actual video online of an elephant giving birth. Just to warn you, there is an actual elephant giving birth just in the beginning, so if you don't wanna watch it, it is a little bit graphic. Close your eyes, so check out this video, or not. <laughs> That's not allowed, yeah? Oh my goodness. Baby. Celebrating. What an amazing picture of community. Can you imagine going on some safari and not expecting that you were gonna get to see one of the coolest things in all of the animal kingdom? This picture of the ideal of what friendship and community looks like. 
a true hashtag squad goals type experience. And one of the very first things that happens in this is that these elephants surround this mom. Now, unfortunately, a basic part of life is that we go through rough times. Sometimes life is hard for various reasons. And during those times, what you need are people to surround you, to show up, that when somebody starts trumpeting and they say, hey, I have a need, right? Like they're, they're expressing something is going on in my life. It's negative. I'm, I'm going through a rough time, difficult relationship, job stress, money stress. That rather than going, oh, hey, you know, I'm just going to keep chilling over here in the distance, eating the grass in the background. No, when somebody says, hey, we're going through a rough time, that we're a group of people that steps in and surrounds the person that is going through a rough time. Now, what does this look like? One of the important things that I have learned about friendship that I wish I would have learned way earlier on in my life is that when somebody is going through a rough time, they don't have it in them to ask for help. They don't. Like, they're just trying to survive. They're trying to live, to function, to not lose their job. So they don't have the time to ask for help. And if you offer and say, hey, like, let me know what I, what I can do and how I can help. They're never going to let you know. So here's a takeaway point for what we can be like as elephants when we're surrounding people. Do, don't ask. Just show up. Show up with a coffee and say, hey, I noticed you were going through a rough time. Can we chat? Or maybe say, hey, I'm coming over an hour and give them a little bit of warning rather than just showing up and at their door and they're not dressed appropriately or you know, who knows what. But don't ask them, tell them what you're gonna do for them. Step in and show up. Because here's the deal. When this elephant mommy just gave birth, the elephants didn't come over and they're like, hey, do you need, if you need anything, I'll be over there. They just showed up because they know that a person in need doesn't have the ability and the emotional energy to tell you that they need you. And one of the greatest things that I have learned here at The Grove is that, and one of, one of the sad things is that I think we do a really great job of this as a whole. And in, and in fact, the verses that we put up, Paul says to his people, hey, encourage each other just as you are already doing. We're doing this in a lot of ways. But one of the hard things that I have found of being a pastor over the years is that a person in our community will feel like they're going through a rough time. They'll feel like they've, they've mentioned it to a few people and then they just drop off the face of the planet. They stop coming to church. And as I'm engaging with them and saying, hey, come back, this community loves you, they'll oftentimes say to me, are you sure? I've been gone for like two months and literally nobody has contacted me. And it's not just our church, it's other churches. But what does it look like for us to kind of be aware of, of who's fallen through the cracks? Who's not here? If you can think of your head, somebody this morning that had been coming and is not, and you haven't seen in a couple of weeks, reach out to that person. Tell them that you care about them. Because we are doing this in some ways, but I think that this is a growth point for us as we enter into hashtag squad goals, that this is what we wanna do and what we wanna be. Last week, we talked about Jesus gave us this command of being friends together, and then he said, hey, the, the common goal, the common purpose that I want you guys to do is basically live out. 
which is part of our mission statement that you heard in the beginning of the service. Love God, love people, live out. Put, put your faith in action. Live it out. And so in my community, my, my husband and I have been really intentional about our neighbors and trying to live out. And last week or the week before, one of our neighbors, um, her mother lives across the street from her and from our window we saw an ambulance. And so we realized that her mom was being taken to the hospital. So we texted and we said, hey, uh, do you need, and we knew her spouse was out of town. And so we said, hey, can we, can we come over and watch your kids while, we, while you go to the hospital? And they didn't need us to. And then the next day I reached out again and I said, hey, I, I, I know what it's like to have family members in the hospital. I have a, a meal in my fridge. Can I bring it over to you? And, and she said, sure. And I brought it over and left it. The thing is, is that most of the time when you see Christians and or pastors on the TV, it's negative. They're not painted in a very good way. And so what I'm trying to do in my neighborhood is just to express like, hey, a lot of us Christians, like we care and we're normal, everyday average people. And I, I just wanna be here for you. Like I wanna surround you like these elephants during this rough time while your mom's in the hospital. Because that's what we wanna do, we wanna live out. And so who is in your life that you can think of that maybe had been sitting in these seats for a while but hasn't been here in a while? Or who is in your life that has expressed to you that they're going through a really rough time? Maybe they just casually mentioned it, but surround that person. Text them and say, hey, I wanna get coffee with you this week. Does Monday or Tuesday night work for you? Whenever your schedule is free. What does it look like for us to surround the people in our squad when they're in need? Another thing that the elephants do is not only are they surrounding them to help encourage them and support them, but they're surrounding them to literally protect them, which is a really neat thing. And so you might not have noticed, but uh, the elephants were, were doing this in the video, and they were actually kicking up dirt to cover the baby and to cover the nasty stuff that I won't talk about that ended up on the grass, that the other animals are gonna smell and be attracted to and come to try to get this vulnerable elephant baby. So they surround them to protect them, and I'm gonna put a picture up on the screen of these animals doing the kicking. You can see it a little bit better in this picture. But they all start doing it to protect the baby elephant. And as I was thinking, what does it look like for us to do the same thing in a community? What does it look like for us to protect each other? Well, one of the best things that I think that we can do to protect each other is to pray for each other. Now, this might sound like a Jesus cheesy answer, okay? But prayer is so powerful. We did a whole series a couple of months ago called Behind the Scenes, where we talked about what's going on literally behind the scenes. Like if we could peel back a curtain into the spiritual world, we could see that there is literal, like these angel armies that are surrounding us and protecting us. And then on the opposite end of that, there are some like evil forces that are wanting to mess with us. And so if we're actually wanting to protect each other, one of the best things that we can do is pray for each other. When somebody is going through a rough time, surround them and protect them by prayer. Uh, many, many years ago, and some of you might have heard this story, but we have a ton of new people lately, so I feel like I can start to re repeat some of my stories, which is really awesome, and this is one of my coolest ones. But I was in New Zealand, and I was watching a bunch of people uh, surf in a, outside of a city of New Zealand, and um, somebody that was with me was taking pictures, 
And I, I didn't know who he was, but he was taking pictures of these surfers. And these surfers, as they are getting out of the water, they notice that there is this guy taking pictures. So one of the surfers comes up, and he sits down in between me and this guy who's taking pictures, and he says, hey man, like if I give you, you know, it's like I'll surf a dude, and he's like, hey man. And uh, I'm not gonna do it the rest of the time, because. I'm just not. And so he asked this guy if he, would, if he could give him his email address, if he could email him some of the pictures of him surfing. Because you know, how often do you get pictures of, your, of yourself surfing? And the guy said, oh yeah, sure. And so he got in this discussion about what we were all doing in New Zealand. And the guy that was taking the pictures, he says, oh, I, I'm a pastor and um, I'm over here in New Zealand doing a retreat for other pastors because it, be, you know, it can be a hard job. And so I'm over here doing that. And the guy's like, surfer dude's like, cool man, cool dude, cool. And then he asked me, like, what are you doing over here? And I said, I'm just visiting. But um, I said, funnily enough, like, I'm also a pastor back in the States. And he goes, surfer dude, goes, should have known, should have known. And I said, oh, really, why is that? And he goes, so I'm from California. My mom is, like, really big into Jesus. You know, she's one of those what you call believers and, uh, and I, she tells me all the time that she prays for me. And he goes, and so I just know that she basically prayed you guys into existence so that I would be running from God over in New Zealand and having to have a conversation with two pastors. And I was like, yeah, dude, like, you should just give in now. You have no shot. If you have a praying mom that prays for you every day and you're in the middle of New Zealand sitting next to two pastors, like, do you wanna, I can tell, I can tell you how to know Jesus right now while you're surfing. And so we had this really, you know, kind of funny conversation. But that's the deal, is that our prayers can literally cause people to sit next to each other on a beach in New Zealand. Our prayers are our way of kicking dirt on the people that are in our tribe, in our squad. Are you praying for your friends? Are you praying for the person that you talk to at lunch that says they're going through a rough time, that they're going through a divorce, they're going through financial troubles, their job isn't going the way that they want it to go? Are we praying for those people? Are we surrounding them and protecting them by kicking dirt up with our prayers? So what's another thing that these elephants do? They celebrate. They celebrate. Celebration is a huge part of our culture. It's why we have birthday parties, engagement parties, bridal showers, baby showers, retirement parties. We love to celebrate, and we're not alone. In fact, God loves to celebrate. Did you guys know that? I feel like a lot of times we paint God as this angry God that's just like mad all the time because we're not doing the right thing. And yet the Bible talks so many times about God celebrating. Do you know that he rejoices over you? And do you know that him and the angels have a huge party up in heaven every time that somebody says, I wanna know you, God. Every time that some surfer in the middle of New Zealand gives his life to Christ, they have a huge party. They celebrate. And yet, sometimes, Inside of friendships, sometimes in our life, when we're watching everybody's highlights on Instagram and we're comparing our life to those things, it can be hard for us to celebrate 
for the awesome things that are going on in each other's lives because we can tend to be a little bit jealous. And there is a proverb about this, Proverb 4, at 14. And it says, a peaceful heart leads to a healthy body. Jealousy is like a cancer in the bones. What would it look like if instead of getting jealous of people, if instead of feeling like we're in competition with our friends and how much money they have or if they're in a relationship or if they have the life that we think that we want, what would it look like if we decided to celebrate more often? What, if it, what would it look like if we became those elephants who surrounded each other and rather than just not even saying anything, if we went out of our way to celebrate? And I don't know if you heard it in the video that I'm gonna show you right now so you wouldn't have heard it because I'm gonna show you another video. Check out this video. To witness this celebration is wonderful. It's sheer elephant joy. That's the excitement right there. Yeah, they couldn't have known that this baby was born and they've just realized that they've got a new member to the herd. This is about the most exciting thing that can happen. Actually, this is the most exciting thing that can happen to an elephant. Can you tell? The herd are clearly moved. Secretions from their temples show their emotion. for their friends that they are literally leaking liquid out of their temples. I mean, that can't be faked. So what would it look like if we did this a little bit more often? Well, I have an example of this. So um, when Noah was born, after I was visiting with a friend and they gave me this little toy for Noah. His name is Noah and it's Noah's Ark. And um, she gave it to me. She said, I almost didn't get this for you because, you know, because his name is Noah and you're a pastor. I'm sure you have like so many Noah's Arks thing. And I was like feeling really guilty as both a parent and a pastor that I literally had not thought about it and we had nothing Noah's Ark theme at all for Noah. And I'm like, yeah, no, this is so fun. So anyway, she got me this little toy and inside of it, it comes with all of these little animals. And one of the animals that is inside of it is an elephant, isn't God good? Shoot, I didn't mean to set it off right now. Pretend like you didn't hear that. It's a really touchy elephant. So anyway, this elephant came in here, and now you know that it trumpets. But what would it look like if we were a little bit more like this elephant? If when things were going on in each other's lives, we decided to celebrate like this elephant? This is what I want us to be more like. Rather than getting jealous of our friends, let's decide to gather around them in trumpet. When something is really awesome and is going on in their life, what if we liked their, their, their status, their Instagram, and commented on it and say like, yes, we wanna walk alongside of you because that happened and it's awesome and I'm gonna choose to celebrate that rather than not saying anything because I'm just too jealous. 
And if you're here this morning and you don't, you don't get that, you don't get that God is celebrating over you and rejoicing over you, and if you're not sure that you believe in God, I just want you to know that he believes in you and that he has been moving heaven and earth to get you in this room right now. He moved heaven and earth to get two pastors next to some surfer dude in Raglan, New Zealand. And I hope that you continue to come back and know that God is celebrating over you and that when you decide to give your life to him, if you haven't yet, just keep coming back until you do that and we will all celebrate you together and it'll be awesome. And then the last thing that these elephants do for each other is that they help the elephant, the little baby elephant, they help him up. And we'll put a picture of that on the screen. When the elephant first comes out, it's been in there 22 months. You think 10 months is long, ladies? This elephant carried her baby for 22 months. And when that little baby elephant comes out, it's walking within the first hour or so because it has to, because it's too dangerous if, it's, if it doesn't. But what a cool picture of this mom wrapping it, him, her tusk around this baby elephant to lift her up. And sometimes in life, we're gonna be going through these rough times where not only do we need to be surrounded, but like we literally can't. And like this, hash, this uh, meme that we've used a couple of times, we're gonna put up on the screen on a scale from one to even, I just can't, okay? Like you're in, a, you're in a place in your life where you literally can't. We wanna be a group of people that comes around you and says, when you can't, we can. And when you can't, God can. And we're gonna be these hashtag squad goals together. So what would it look like for us to do this more in our life? Just like Paul is saying and I'm saying to you guys, you're already doing this in so many ways. I see you guys loving each other, supporting each other, encouraging each other. But what if we just stepped it up a notch so that we weren't just a squad, but we were like hashtag squad goals amazing to each other in the way that we were pursuing each other's friendship. And the last thing I wanna say this morning is that right now, if you're in an okay spot, you're, you're kind of, you're probably okay enough to at least be in church. But there will come a day and this is for future, for you to tuck in your pocket, there will come a day when you just, on a scale from one to I can't even, like you can't. And your temptation will be to withdraw from church in your community, to stop coming, to stop showing up, to not return my calls, to not return anybody's calls in the church that calls you as well. But here's the thing, if that mama elephant had hid and she hadn't trumpeted, nobody would know that she was going through a rough time. And she would be alone and scared, defenseless. She'd have a lot of needs that nobody was meeting because she didn't announce to her community, hey, I'm in pain, I am hurting, I need help. So tuck this in your brain and remember when you are going through a rough time in the future and you feel like you can't, you don't even have the energy to muster up being here, just call out to somebody and say, hey, I need help. And we will commit to showing up and surrounding you and lifting you up when you can't. Because together we can. And with God we can. So right now in the quietness of your seat, we want you to take what's called our God's space time. We believe that God is in relationship with you, that he's been fighting for you, that he loves you, he rejoices over you, and he has a specific message to tell you this morning about what it means for you specifically to engage in hashtag squad goals as a community.
Do you need to surround people more? Do you need to celebrate them more? Do you need to protect them more? Or do you need to be the one that stands up and says, I'm in trouble. I, I, I need you to show up because I'm struggling. But right now in the quietness of your seat, take some time to talk to a God who loves you. that you know that are looking for great friendships that have maybe been burned and hurt or maybe they've just never really had this type of friendship this type of relationship this type of squad so what would it look like for us to invite people in to invite people to church and say hey listen our church they're going to take good care of you because they are great people the things that we do and the ways that we show our love are going to be setting an example for those that are around us and when people see us loving each other well they're going to naturally want to be a part of a squad that is awesome will you pray with me this morning god thank you that you are all about community that you told us that we needed to be friends with each other not only told us that we needed to but you commanded us to be friends with each other we are a squad, we're a group of people that is striving for a particular goal of being friends with each other, encouraging each other, building each other up, and then going out into the world and saying that there is a God that loves you, that you are welcome to be a part of our squad. But the second that you step foot inside of these walls, inside of these doors, you are part of our squad. Maybe love each other well, maybe surround each other when we're going through a hard time, celebrate each other, and protect each other. In your name we pray, amen. Thanks for listening to the message of the week. If you were inspired by this message and would like to speak with a pastor, check out our website at thegrovecommunity.net for more info.